for um, not being able to meet in person, but I think given the, the um, current situation and more and more families that uh, are home with their children right now, if not everyone by now, this is the best way. And I know that there's probably a lot going on in your home as well. But to miss out on another opportunity, one more opportunity to learn, to get our mind as much as possible focused in a very... Um, non-focused time is very, very important, even if we have a few minutes to learn. And yes, we want, I just want to give thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that for the last few weeks we were privileged to learn, to learn in person, maybe the last two weeks. And it's a great matana. And I pray that we can learn in person again real soon, but we know that we're going to go into a lockdown, so we're going to have to make the best that possible that we can through through Zoom for now. Thank God at least we have this. The reason why you're looking at me at this angle is because my internet is down. So the whole party, all Chagiga over here. But it's all meant to be and everything is Hashem is running the world. And we've lived in much, much, much more wide, wilder times, much crazier times. But we're going to make the best uh, 
We're going to make the best of it, Bezrat Hashem Yitbarach. I hope you can hear me okay. I can't really tell. But um, I think that um, we're going we're gonna to do the best that we can. I also wasn't able to send out any printouts. So therefore, what, I, what we're going to do today is just speak about things a little bit outside the text. But I want to address a question which many of us have had, whether it's been this year or in the past. And that question is as follows. What is the whole trip? What's the deal? What's the deal with Rabbi Nachman and Uman and Rosh Hashanah? What is the big... Why is it such an Indian? Why is it so important? Why are people, like we're seeing right now on the border of Belarus and, and Ukraine, why are people willing to risk, you know, so much in order to be by Rabbi Nachman for Rosh Hashanah? So one year, I remember this was probably about, um, I don't know, like quite soon after we moved here, seven, like six, seven years ago to this area, I gave a shir on Shabbos afternoon, Shabbos for Rosh Hashanah, that said, why are 40,000 Jews making their way to the Ukraine right now? And then tons of people came to that shir, people that usually never come to shirim, they came to that one, because they really wanted to understand, and it's a very valid interest. Like, what is that whole deal? So I don't want to go, I'm saying all of this right now, not to explain to you the mind of a Breslover chassid, because Katonti, who am I to do such a thing? I just will say the following, that the second that you get inside the world of Rabbi Nachman, the world of the Torah of Rabbi Nachman, you can begin to understand why, then answer to that question. But what I wanted to do today is not why should you come to Uman directly to answer that question, but actually to learn from Rabbi Nachman, from Rabbi Nassim, why it's so important, what is the Indian of Rosh Hashanah. Like, why is Rosh Hashanah such emphasis? More than any other holiday that there was during the year in the life of Rabbi Nachman, thus continuing afterwards also in, uh, you know, till today, as we see right now, that if the gates were open to Uman, there'd be right now probably about 60,000 people. I, I can't imagine what that looks like. I was, I was there for Rosh Hashanah only one time, and that was, that was 20 years ago. And there was much, much less, maybe six, seven thousand people. It wasn't, it wasn't what it is now. We didn't have any running water. Uh, there was nothing close to what there is right now. So what is this Indian? And I want to remind us all of something very important, and I'm just talking to myself out loud. And that's that we said last week that the only way to make sure that we rid ourselves off of any persecution and judgment of din is if we rid ourselves, meaning that there should be any din on us, this coming Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, is if we rid ourselves from any din which we may have on anybody else, despite whatever we think, whatever we're feeling, to completely rid ourselves from, from it. So, uh, open your hearts. This is a very, very, I had a very beautiful moment this week that uh, yeah, maybe it was my aha Elul moment. Could be. You know, everyone's so makbid when it comes to cleaning. Everyone is so makbid. Um, Pesach. When we get rid, when we, when we get ready for Pesach, and we speak about this every 
single year that over the years, what's become the hachana for Pesach? It's become bedikas, not just bedikas chametz, but it's become spring cleaning. And today, every title of every shir is Pesach is not spring. Pesach cleaning is not spring cleaning. Meaning, the whole concept of of cleaning everything you you own because you're searching for chametz, first of all, it's not really what, what the cleaning of chametz is all about. It's also the wrong time of year. And I'll ex- explain in a second why. When we, uh, I don't know about you, I mean, I, I can assume that it's valid by you too. Moving is traumatic. Whenever we move somewhere, it's traumatic. Even if we're so excited to move to the place that we're about to move to, moving itself is is not fun. I, some of the most stressful, uh, anxious times of my life have been any type of move. And we've moved, as a family, we've moved probably, uh, this is our fourth move, I think, uh, meaning our fourth, we're not moving anywhere, I'm just saying, this place is our fo- fourth or fifth place we've been in, in Bezer Hashem, Baruch Hashem, almost 12 years of marriage. Um, those nights before the move were, oh my gosh, and crazy. Why? It wasn't just all the work I have to do. It was the decisions I had to make. Which decisions? The decisions of what am I getting rid of and what am I adamant on bringing with me into the new house, into the new apartment? B, that's A. B is how do I consolidate? But I want to focus on A. And this is very important to, to, to kind of like breathe in this imagery. Once again, I wish we really had the privilege of being in person right now because it might, it might feel a little bit clearer. So just try as much as you can to be with me for a second. The imagery right now, which we're in three days before the new year begins is a move. We're moving into a new year. We're moving into a new domain. There will be a complete hitchachut habriah. Hitchachut habriah means a complete renewal of creation. Everything, whether we understand it or not, everything in the world is going to be new. Everything. Every single thing that you could imagine is going to be new. What are you adamant on keeping in, you know, in your possessions or not? What are you willing to let go of. So right now, we're cleaning, okay? We're cleaning the last few days of our moach. And that's why we've been doing evening shurim right now about taharat ha-machshava, about the purification of thoughts. And what I have to do, what's the avoda, practical advice in order to show up with a very clean, open, pure and fresh mind for Rosh Hashanah. Why is the mind so important? So this is, this is really how we're tying everything into a circle right now. How do I decide? How do I decide what to get rid of and what to bring with me? This is the hardest thing. If it's something that I haven't used all year long, but it's in my possessions, in my last I'm a natural hoarder. What could I do? Just, just the way I act, just the way I am, it's the way I, 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 I meet Naheg. 
Are we bold enough? Are we powerful enough? Do we trust ourselves enough to say that if it's something that I have not used in the last year or two years, whether it's clothes or whether it's something, not necessarily sentimental, but something that just takes space, am I willing to leave it behind and get rid of it? so that when I move into the new place, I don't have all this other stuff that took up space in my old place and is just taking up, is gonna take up more space and be just simple clutter in the new place as well. This avoda is crucial and it's very, very difficult because we, we would probably we would probably define that as giving up on things when really it's the greatest, it's the exact opposite. You're not giving up on anything. All you're doing is you're pressing delete in things that you kept in a recycle bin, but you have not been strong enough to press that delete because you think maybe you'll need one of these things at a certain point. The problem is like the muscle of a computer, you're taking up space for something else that could be put on. Therefore, when it comes to the mind, when it comes to the moach, it's so crucial. Alevai would be so easy to do this on a practical level when it comes to, you know, like as we're going into this new year, that we could literally say, okay, this I'm not bringing into the new year. But really, in essence, that kind of is what's available to you right now, to you and I. Shemiz Baruch is saying, we're moving. We're moving, and, and many of you want to keep a lot of 5780 behind. This has been a pretty weird year. Although I have to say, last night I got this wacky treat that made my 5780 kind of funny. I don't know if you saw this online. This thing went crazy viral. There's, I don't, I have no idea who these people are, but this group of Mexican DJs somehow came across a shear that I gave by Toby and Chayez, where I started off the shear singing one of the songs from that Only You album. They took a sample of that and they made this whole Meshuggah crazy song out of it, which has millions of... The wackiest thing, one of the wackiest things I ever... I ever was exposed to. What's, what's great is that I needed to end up 5780 with a laugh. I mean, this came down uh, exactly at, at the same moment that more and more of our friends were getting notices that they're going into Bidud for Rosh Hashanah and the numbers in Shul are dropping and I'm like, oh, wow, wow, wow. This is how we're going out? And then Hashem sent this very funny, very important for me, a very important piece of just Ah, so everyone, this is what we're doing the last few days. We're trying to see, like, that was just a great way for me to, like, breathe again. And then refocus the Avoda. What's the Avoda? What, what, what is the Avoda we're trying to refocus on? Hashem Yisbarach. You're, you're telling me there's going to be an absolute hitchatshut, an absolute renewal when the shofar comes and it blows into the air its sound. That's the same imagery of you blowing air, life into man's nostrils. 
why, Hashem, please make it clear to me, why would I want to schlep anything that I don't need into the new year? So the tefillahs that we have this year, the days leading up to Rosh Hashanah, specifically the three days before Rosh Hashanah, Rav Biederman has a lot of tires on this, a lot of the tzaddikim have a lot of tires on this. The last three days leading up to Rosh Hashanah are days when we choose to consciously either consolidate, but much rather give up what we don't need to bring in to the head of the year. Because that which we bring with us into Rosh Hashanah lasts with us throughout the rest of the year. Why? Because what is it called? Rosh Hashanah. And if I had a printout, this is what, this is what I would send out to you. It's okay. It's also from Shemaim. This is words from Reb Nassim. Reb Nassim says like this. <clears throat> Obviously, the, the, the beginning, the Ikar of the beginning is Rosh Hashanah. And from Rosh Hashanah, the chiyus, the livelihood, the vitality, the life force, the life energy, and the fixing spreads out through the whole year. This is why it's called Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year. Why? Rosh Daika, head, the beginning. There are three levels. Olam, Shana, Nefesh. There is space, the concept of space, the concept of time, and the concept of soul. Now we, we know about this in Hasidus, this is brought out quite, quite often. These three dimensions is, are the dimensions through which we operate. Time, space, and soul. So Reb Nassim says, so just like when it comes to soul, when it comes to body, right, person, what's the top of a person, what's the rosh of a person? The rosh, right? That's from here, from the mind, the thoughts that you have affect even your toenails. Just like the Rebbe brings down that the thoughts that people have when Be'ezer Hashem, they're busy with the mitzvah of true vu those thoughts can actually affect even the tzipornayim, the nails of the future fetus. So Rav Nassim says, everything is nimshach mehamoach. And it's true. If I wiggle my toe, that's because <clears throat> it was given a message from my head. So I want to make sure that all the different things that I'm going to be doing with my physical body are going to be getting clear and direct messages, not diluted messages, pure, pristine messages from the head. And the head has to be clear, the thoughts have to be clear, and there has to be space. The mind can't be cluttered with things that it doesn't need, because we have a lot of different shlichos for the rest of the year. My hands will be doing certain things, and my feet will be taking me to certain places. My eyes will be looking at things in certain ways, and my ears will be intaking things in a certain way. My mouth will be a tremendous shliach this coming year, but my mouth will be directed by its brain, by the, by the mind. And therefore, we have such an emphasis on the mind being as clear as possible so it could send out its shliach in a pure and holy, holy way. So that is the Rosh when it comes to the body. But so too, this day Rosh Hashanah, on a time 
level is the head of the year. It's the, it's the beginning of the year. And it's also the place where all the tikkunim begin to, to, to take place from. So Reb Nachman and Reb Nassim called Rosh Hashanah the Moach of the Shana. The Moach of the Shana, the, the mind, the brain of the rest of the year. Not necessarily the lave, but the Moach of the Shana, the mind of the whole year. Now let's do something very practical as well. I don't know if this is possible, because I don't know how well our memories are operating. But are we able now to go back to last year? It seems like 50 years ago, I know. But is there any way we can go back to last year? And can we try to get some kind of a, uh, of a memory of where our mind was? Erev Rosh Hashanah, Tav It's not so simple, I know. But if you had to really work hard for a second and think about preparations and think about where you were maybe perhaps as you were walking to shul, Erev Rosh Hashanah, or the morning after of Rosh Hashanah, or where your mind was um, during Kiyas Shofar, Whatever it is, right? And you start thinking about that, and you start trying to you start you start trying to go back to what did it feel like in my in my in my head? What did it feel like in my head? Where was I in my head? And if Hashem said to you, and if Hashem said to you, listen, I'm giving you the opportunity to go back to 50s Erev Rosh Hashanah 5780, and go inside the mind and clarify things, purify things. Wouldn't you do anything in the world in order to have had last, this past year, clear, clear, clear? More clear, with more light, more purity? So Hashem is telling us right now, jump ahead to Erev Rosh Hashanah 5782. Okay? Jump ahead to Erev Rosh Hashanah 5782. And Hashem is saying to us then, you want to jump back now to Erev Rosh Hashanah 5781 and go to the Moach of the year? Go to the mind of the year? And I'm giving you another chance to vacate space, to let go of things that don't need to be held on to? That's what's happening right now. In the world of Hashem, there's no time. It's the, the concept of time is only an illusion in our, in our lives. So I hope this is a little bit clear, because to me, it's just the most powerful thing in the world. We would do anything to go back a year and say, oh, why did I schlep this into this year? So jump ahead another year right now. It's September 2021. And God is saying, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance to jump back to the era of Rosh Hashanah 2020. And you, you see already, you would have given up on, you would have just left things in the, in the old apartment because you're going into the new apartment, the new house. And the moach has to be clear. What are you holding on to? What do you think you need to hold on to? Earlier this year, I shared <clears throat> that I went to one of the most inspiring shiva houses I ever was ever at. Mainly it was because it was in a shiva a woman that I had the privilege of growing up with. Bobby Bernstein, and Bernstein, Shalom, a family friend who passed away this year at the age of 105. We should all be Zolcha for Arifus Yamim 
and it should always be in good health, Be'ezrat Hashem. On a video, on a documentary made about her a few years before she passed away, one of her granddaughters asked her, what do you think your secret is for long life? And she answered instantly in saying, honey, I didn't hold on to anything. Ah, you never know who your Rebbe is, right? You never know what, what Torah, you never know exactly which Torah, you know, is going to hit you so hard. But here we are. We're going into a new year. <clears throat> and Rebbe Nassim says, in the name of Rebbe Nachman, sorry, <clears throat> at the Ikar of everything, the Ikar of every body, the Ikar of every procedure is the Moach, is the head of it. These last few days, with everything that we have to worry about, but the truth is we have much less to worry about this year, other than just making sure we're staying healthy, which is what the bottom line is anyway. Friends, I bless us to utilize this time, to take the time to read the messages clearly so that we choose very smartly with a lot of integrity, courage, and passion. We choose wisely what we're schlepping with us into the new apartment. And we have enough koach to let go of hang-ups that we think we still need to hold on to. This is the real b'dikas chametz. This is the real time of cleaning things up, of not being insistent of schlepping things into the new world. Now, I'm just going to end here and giving you a little bit of a taste of why Hasidim, and it's not just by Breslov, but the emphasis by Breslov, why they're so adamant on being with the Rebbe for Rosh Hashanah. Because just like Rosh Hashanah is the Rosh of the whole year, Rebbe is Rosh Tevas, Rosh Bnei Israel. So you want to be on the Rosh, by the Rosh. In Breslov, this concept is emphasized much more because Rabbi Nachman himself said that, said that my whole thing is Rosh Hashanah. It's a gift that was given to me by Hashem. My whole concept is Rosh Hashanah. Be by me for Rosh Hashanah, ish bali adar. No one should be missing. So you know, if we learn the title of Rabbi Nachman so deeply, so intensely, and we internalize the Torahs of Yisboidus and of Simcha and of <clears throat> Anava in Shuvah, the Rebbe says, you know, the more and more we learn Rabbi Nachman's Torah, the more we can understand the passion of a Breslaver Chasm to make sure that he's walking into the new year as clean and as pristine and as refined as possible by the Rosh. Us here in Eretz Yisrael, and those of us that are in Chutzlaritz right now, this year Hashem Barach is saying so clearly, make the Rosh wherever you are. Treat the opportunity of being alive right now as the Rosh of all the Rosh. Treat the opportunity of being healthy as the head, as the start place for everything. Don't schlep in anything into your new Rosh. And Bezrat Hashem, 
we will have the wisdom to act in this manner in ways we could have never imagined. But take this Wednesday, take tomorrow's Thursday, and take tomorrow's, and take the next day's Friday with this calmness of spirit, saying we have another chance to move into a beautiful new home. And Hashem is saying to us, be sure not to schlep in things into the Moach, because the Moach needs to breathe. We're going to have a lot of beautiful shlichas next year. The, the fingers are going to need to get clear messages how to act. The heart will need to get clear messages how to act. The intestines, the, that emotional place inside harbors everything that holds on to so much. Have Rahmanis on it. Let it be open. Let it be open. Let it flow. Let it feel like there's no need to hold on to stuff. Get rid of it. Kidneys, every part of our body is going to be receiving messages from the Rosh. Alavai Bez Hashem. All messages will be filled with Simcha. I want to sing one more nigan to end off with Simcha and with no despair. Absolutely no despair.
Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Cool, too.